Two Kids and a Career is a production of Jill Divine Media. The individuals who are in my life who have older kids and they're like, you know, it just goes by so fast. You need to cherish every single moment. And I agree, but there are some times where I just can't. I think especially because um, having babies, having children a little bit older, um, I think that's why some of those things are just at just the top of mind all the time. You know, they say we're going to miss this. And I think that we hear that and we know that there's truth there in some capacity. I mean, I don't think I'm going to miss changing diapers, but I could be right. wrong. Evoke Creative is a proud sponsor of Two Kids and a Career. They help small business owners like me brand with purpose and market with intent. The ladies at Evoke Creative will help make your digital presence known. Learn more at evokecco.com. That's evokecco.com. Hi there, and welcome to Two Kids in a Career. I'm Jill Devine. As an entrepreneur, wife, and mama, the daily grind of trying to build a business while taking care of kids and trying to maintain a healthy connection with my hubby, it's a lot. With this podcast, you're going to hear candid conversations with other moms, parenting experts who can share their knowledge and insight, or you'll just hear me rambling to get it all out. There's going to be tears, there's going to be laughter, but most importantly, there will be support. Take a listen and connect with me so we can grow and learn from one another. This is Two Kids and a Career. In season four, there was a lot of conversations that I had with women that I met through social media and that whole happy hour, coffee date conversation. That is going to continue and will keep continuing throughout two kids in a career. And so I think that it's a perfect intro to this week's guest because I know her from social media and all these wonderful women that I'm meeting on social media, I cannot wait to meet in person. But let me introduce my guest, Casey Brick. Welcome to Two Kids in a Career. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited you're here. I just kind of want to run through how we know each other and just this is the other great thing this is why i'm so glad that at the beginning of season four i had cabinet howard on and she was the one that really made me start this whole happy hour coffee date conversations because she sent me a message in instagram and just said hey we're pretty similar let's talk and it's true it's it's one of those things you start this conversation with someone and then you start learning more and more and more. And you're like, we have a lot in common. And if I were to just take those conversations or not even expand them to bring people like you on the podcast, it'd be such a disservice, not only to myself, but to the listener. So I want to say that one thing that we've talked about, and we talked about this with Emily Martinez in season for social media can definitely be um, a bad thing, but it could also be a great thing. But one of the things that Emily and I talked about, and she is so great, is when you interact with the people that are coming to you. I mean, people will follow you and maybe they're people you don't know. And you're one of those individuals. You started following me and I followed you back and you were like, Oh my gosh, my day is made. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> I remember that. Why do you that. care about me? <laughs> <laughs> and then we just started chatting and connecting, and it was probably mostly because of your 
business, wouldn't you say? I think that's how it started is just us connecting that way. Um, and then, you know, now that we're just best friends, um, <laughs> it's, just, it's definitely grown beyond that for sure. Well, let's go ahead and start with the business because that is how we connected. And I think it's great. And I, and, and also what happened is the small business just strategy and how I really feel like when it was, you know, for small business Saturday and black Friday, cyber Monday and beyond and through the holidays, I saw so many small businesses flourish and get these amazing orders. You're one of them. You were such a champion for small businesses. You introduced me to some small businesses that I had never heard of. And I talked about all of this in the last episode of season four. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, go back to episode 57 and you can check out some small businesses because even though it's no longer small business Saturday, we still need to support these small businesses. So let's first start with yours and how it got started. You know, all of us right now, because we're stuck at home just a little bit more and we're just kind of craving projects. I think pretty much everyone I know has cleaned out their house, cleaned out their basement. <laughs> I mean, our yards are immaculate, not at my house, but um, you know, so we're all just looking for more projects, right? Um, my husband, I have to say that it started with him truly. Um, he is such a creative spirit. He has a graphic design background and um, the job that he's currently in, he gets to tap into that somewhat. But, you know, he really was just itching to just do something, um, be creative. And we have two girls. So why not do something fun for the kids? Um, and then he was so excited about it that I was like, look, you just wait a minute. I'm getting in on this too. I want to have fun with this too. And so I really just kind of inserted myself in there with him. And he's so patient with me. Thank the Lord that he just let me jump right on in. So he started playing around a little bit and it really started with, he wanted to make um, just, just memories for families. And so he started with our family and started making these like photo collages where you take a word and you just put pictures in it. And it was such a simple concept, but it just turned out to be so beautiful. We had a brand new baby at the time and a toddler that we just adore. And so how fun just to create those for our house. Um, and then with a little bit of nudging from a few family members, um, our, our little placemats were born and it was just so fun. So we, we created these, what we call learn and play placemats where we have this like personalized fun design on one side. Um, and then on the back side, we're trying to do just learning activities or just playful activities so that the kids can have something to play with at the table or during snack time or when mom and dad just need a minute mm -hmm. to, to just have some quiet time, if that's even possible. So, um, so yeah, so that's what we make. And we started with a few of those over the summer and it has been so fun for us. We are exhausted at the end of the day, so we can't watch a TV show because we'll fall asleep. We can't watch a movie. We will never make it through. So, you know, we can take 15 minutes and say, Hey, this is a really fun idea. Let's put this together. Um, so it's been really, really good for us just to find that time to do something together. Um, but then it's been really neat. You know, Emily, our almost three-year-old is really excited about it. Like she'll see a new placemat and she'll be like, oh, this is mine. <laughs> no, actually it's not, but yes, it is so yours. And she's like, I want to color on it. 
well, okay, we'll find something else for you to color on for right now. You're teaching her too, I'm sure. Like how all this work she's seen mom and dad just put in the time. And then eventually she's going to be packing those placemats for you. Yeah. We have to figure out a way to put her to work. Um, But yeah, it's been so fun. I mean, just, you know, I can't help but think about, you know, she sees mommy especially, but mommy and daddy, you know, getting up and going to work every day. And, um, you know, I get home from work late sometimes. And so, you know, we're already just kind of teaching her some of those things. And, um, you know, she's here with us when we're, um, laminating our placemats and when we're, you know, putting them in um, the mailers to be sent out and we're saying, you know, these are going to, and we'll name, you know, the kids that they're going to or something. And she's just really a part of it. And it's just so much fun. I, loved the placemats. We were given placemats from Casey and her husband uh, for the girls for Christmas. So they were Christmas theme. And A, I told you this, Casey, but usually the placemats that I have on the table are from the dollar store. And it just is so different when you start thinking about supporting a family And I mean, first of all, those placemats are sturdy and much better than (laughs) the dollar store ones. Thanks. But (laughs) you're welcome. But it goes beyond that. It's just, I know that in society and and all of us, there's a lot of times we just want to do convenience. We just want to go for convenience. And that still happens. Like if I were to tell you that I don't shop convenience, sometime I'd be lying. But when I have the opportunity to support small and to keep things local, um, it just, I don't know. Every time I see those placemats, I just think, wow, I'm helping someone else's dreams come true. Because a lot of small businesses, and and I often even find myself in this weird thing when people say, oh, well, Jill, you're a small business. I'm like, well, you know, I am. Oh, I I, I am. But when you start to think about, who people are and the entrepreneurship that they took on. And like, this isn't just because you do it because you're passionate about it. You do it because you just, it, it, it fills your bucket. It has been, I mean, truly, I never thought that I would do anything like this. And, and it's still really um, kind of hard to say like, oh, I have a small business because right. it feels really <laughs> weird. Um, honestly, But one thing that has been just so, so cool, and you have hinted at this a little bit already today, is that um, just the community. I mean, if if I would have known that the community of people, but especially mamas and especially women that are out there on social media that truly just want to support each other, if I truly would have known that that community existed, I would have been this a long, long time ago. Um, it just is so, so great to be able to, um, talk to people, make friends with people and help support each other. Um, I was talking to someone yesterday and they were like, so I don't know if I should do an Etsy shop. I'm like, well, this is what we do. She's like, okay, well, what about this? And we ended up truly just going back and forth and talking about everything from printing to business cards, to Etsy shops, to pricing to, and it just was really, really neat. I mean, there's enough out there for everybody. So let's just all help each other. Why not? Exactly. And and I said that a lot in season four. I said, of course, whomever I was speaking with, there are different options out there. There are multiple 
podcast for you to choose from. And I know some people would say, well, why are you promoting somebody else's podcast? If I had somebody on that, I was you know, talking about that, which I have, is because sometimes mine doesn't connect with someone and that's okay. But if I have somebody on that someone just happens to listen to and they're like, oh, I connect with them really well, start listening to them. And then it just kind of cycles and it goes because there are a lot of things out there that don't appeal to me or I don't need it. But if I were just to give up and just like have this tunnel vision, it would be awful. So that's what I love now. And again, and I'm seeing that is that we are saying, okay, I have these placemats, but maybe this one doesn't work for you. But guess what? I have my friend over here. She has placemats too. Why wouldn't we want to support one another? I, I, it's been, I don't know why that ever existed, the whole competition and especially among women. And, and I will also be honest and say that, I, I mean, I'm definitely better now than I was a year ago when I would see certain things and be like, oh, so jealous or whatever. I, I mean, that I didn't want to support. And yeah. now I find myself, that's definitely lower. Uh, there are times when I might see something and go, oh, man, uh, I'll give you a good example. So Judy Holler, she was featured in season three. She has a book. She has a podcast. She is just rocking it. And and I have talked to her so many times. We've, we've known each other from outside of her business. Uh, we went to the same college. But I've told her several times, like, you're very inspiring, I look up to you for different ideas. I think about you a lot. Well, she last year, well, towards the end of the year, she put out her own planner. And at first when I saw it, that tinge of, oh, because nobody knows this except for now, I'm telling you, Casey, and (laughs) anybody else listening, I've always wanted to create a paper planner because I love paper products. I love having it out in front of me. Like it's been on my, my big goal sheet. I want to create a paper planner. And so I saw that she was doing that. And when I, that tinge came in and said, you're jealous, all of a sudden I stopped and I sent her a message and I said, OMG, congratulations. And I told her that that was on my long-term goals as I wanted to create the perfect paper planner And even if nobody bought it, just knowing that it was there and I wanted to do it. And you know what she said? She she wrote me back and said, Jill, when you're ready, let's talk because I will supply a bunch of different resources for you and give you some advice on things that I wish we would have done differently or maybe some information on what you could do better. And I'll give you the best people to work with. I mean... That's amazing. That's why you stop being jealous and you hit that that respond message. That is so amazing. Um, and first of all, I share your love for office products and yes, with paper. Um, I'm feeling incredibly unorganized in my life right now. Um, and I looked at a coworker Tuesday night and I said, I've got to get my act together at work. I'm feeling really unorganized. Um, I need, I need some new notebooks. That's going to help me. So I just went on online and just ordered some notebooks. So, but yeah, how cool is that? Right? Like your first thought is like, man, why didn't I do this? I can't believe she thought of this. Why didn't I do this first? Now I can't do it. Maybe it was even something that you were thinking, but yes, 
wow, to reach out and say, awesome, good job, good for you. I've always wanted to do this. This is so great. And she didn't have to respond the way that she did either. I mean, but that is truly the community that I have experienced. Um, And I know that there is some not always love out there, um, but I just, why wouldn't we help each other? That is just what we need more of. I know. I hear you. I, I, I'm, I'm loving it. And I think baby steps are the way to go. It's definitely baby steps and just support one another. And if you're feeling like it's too much or you are still jealous, just, just, just take a break, like take a break. I don't really know the best advice, honestly, for that. Um, because I know it happens, but just maybe take a deep breath and think about why it's bringing you those negative thoughts and then go and decide what's best for you. Uh, okay. Before we go to our next conversation about kiddos, where can people go to look at your wonderful placemats and anything else that you have? Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. So um, we do have an Instagram page. We have a Facebook page too, uh, but I really do most most of my work, um, most, <laughs> <laughs> most of my posts and just conversations um, for the business from Instagram. And our Instagram is Brick Creative. It's B-R-U-E-C-K, and the easiest last name in the whole world, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> Brick Creative. Um, but we also have a shop, a Brick Creative shop in Etsy as well. And I love, we love to get messages. We love to hear ideas from other people. We actually had someone reach out to us recently and say, I love this placemat. I love how simple it is. I have a child with special needs, but can we change this a little bit? And our first reaction is, um, yeah, we can do this and so much more. So um, I'm really excited about it. We sent it for printing this morning, actually, and it is the start of a new collection that we're going to be putting together just for just some concepts and learning. But how fun was that? And last night, my daughter, Emily, who's, who will be three next Monday, what is that? But um, she was looking at it on the computer screen and she just got really excited about it. And I was like, okay, what number is that? Four. Okay, great. Like we really have to make this now because my own daughter needs this, but Anyway, so Instagram, um, Facebook, and then Etsy as well. And I'll have all of that on the show notes at jilldevine.com so it's easy for people to find. And I want to take this opportunity, though, quickly to talk to you about jilldevine.com and a little bit more about what we were just talking about in regard to your choices and how one thing may not resonate with you or one business may not resonate with you, but another may. And that's where I want to talk about Evoke Creative because these ladies, they're the ones that really have gotten me to where I am now in regard to my website and my social media presence. And that's what's so great about the ladies, they love working with small businesses. They love seeing these dreams come true. And I know that a lot of people still fueled by the new year and wanting to do the things that they've been putting off. 
And if one of those things happens to be creating your own website or a social media presence or needing some help with digital marketing, Evoke Creative, I, I, I just cannot recommend them enough. So you can see what they've done for me by visiting jilldevine.com. And you can also see some of the other individuals that they've helped out, evokecco.com. That's evokecco.com. And just do it. It's like get your stuff out there. If you've been waiting and you've just been putting it off, now is the time to stop waiting and start doing. And Casey, you know firsthand how all of that goes and works. You're still living it as a new entrepreneur and a new small business owner. And I want to say with your special needs placemats, I absolutely love that. In multiple episodes throughout Two Kids in a Career, I have expressed my love for those that work with special needs kiddos or do things for special needs kiddos. And uh, I would like for us to transition into your full-time job and what you do because you do work with special needs kids, correct? Yeah. So I work, um, I always say I work beyond full-time because like um, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm in leadership. So I feel like we're just, you know, I'm always available or I try to always be available. So there's no work life there stopping, you know, I'll do text messages or emails at night or on the weekends, but that's just like, sometimes I'll call daycare during the day. So there's just a little bit of a, of a balance there, but yeah. So my nine to five, I work in outpatient pediatric therapy for one of the local pediatric hospitals here in St. Louis. And so that has been, um, I've been doing that for Oh, way too long now at this point. Um, so I think I'll just show my age. So let's not do that. Um, but it's been really neat. So like just to kind of start to overlap some of this with the business to really dive into some of those just concepts for, for not just preschool kids, but kids that are um, maybe a little bit older that are still trying to master some of those concepts with their learning um, has been, this was just such a great opportunity to do it. But yeah, so I work, um, I get to, to be a part of some really, really great things that happen every single day for children with just a whole variety of diagnoses and different abilities. And I work with a fabulous team too, that I, I think are just the best around. It takes a special person to do that, uh, to, A, to work with kids in general. <laughs> I will and, agree with that. <laughs> Having two of my I, own, I agree. <laughs> I always joke around with um, with the teachers and I'm like, oh man, you do this all day and then you go home and do it. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. But um, anyway, it, it takes an even more special person to work with those that have special needs. And I will say before we started this conversation, before we hit record, you brought up one of the episodes that I did with Mackenzie Siders, and she is a childhood friend of mine. She has a son who has autism. At one point, three out of her five kids had IEPs. But you know of Mackenzie because of the services that she has used at Mercy, correct? Um, I know of her in the autism community. Yeah. 
Um, okay. she, I, you know, at one point in time she was blogging and, um, right. I'm right on that. Yes. You right? Are right. Okay. That's what I thought. I was like, wait, right. Um, I have no memory because I have kids. Uh, exactly. so, <laughs> um, yeah. So I know of her in the community there and she is just, I loved that podcast because she is just so funny and just to hear her, I mean, my goodness, three kids with IEPs at one time. And she had several of her kids, I mean, right after each other. So (laughs) I mean, so she just was, I mean, just a rock star and just to hear her perspective and um, how she just continues just to, to champion her children and the causes that she supports. I mean, just so awesome. What a great, great woman. What would you say as a professional to individuals that, I mean, I would say parents that have kids with special needs or even parents like myself that don't have kids with special needs, the things that we could be doing to help educate others or, I mean, I know that that's two separate questions I asked you, but I guess I just resources and what individuals can do. Just from personal experience, I think a lot of that starts at home. Um, I think that trying to champion change out in the community is so important, but I think sometimes it really has to start small and it has to start in your home. Um, You know, having two little girls right now, I really, really want to teach them that there are a lot of different people out there and we all have so many different talents and skills and it's okay that we're different. Um, And I I hope to be able to instill that kindness and compassion and understanding and just friendliness in my girls so that when they go out and they're at school and there's a child who might be different than they are um, for whatever the reason, that that they don't necessarily see that, um, that they just are accepting and um, help at whatever level that other person might be be working at. Um, So I think it definitely starts at home. It starts with our conversations with our kids, with our parents, with our brothers and sisters, um, just to help people see a different perspective. Because I think that, you know, even going back to, you know, even the the feeling of jealousy, um, I think that sometimes it helps us to have someone else say, hang on a minute, you know, whatever you see, whatever you hear, whatever you're feeling, let's just take a second and see where might that be coming from. So it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to be unsure. It's okay to mess up. But I think just taking a minute and recognizing that there are a lot of differences. And I think it all starts at home and with ourselves for sure. Um, I think that as parents, we have to advocate for our children 100%. I think we also have to understand that the people that we are advocating to also have a lot going on as well. So they might need a little bit of love and support so that we can all be on the same page to really help things be better. One of the things that I immediately thought of when you were talking about having it start at home and, you know, making sure your girls, and I feel the same way about my girls, that uh, we include everyone. Kindness matters. Um, One of the things that I started really recognizing that I needed to do was bring more books in the home that showed kids of all color, kids in wheelchairs, kids uh, with all abilities 
and make sure that that is seen. Also talking about it and not being scared to talk about it if there are certain questions. I mean, they are still pretty young, but uh, I'll use another example. Like I made sure that a couple of the Barbies that they got for Christmas were not just the typical blonde Barbie. And, And I'm not even just talking about having a black Barbie, but even a Barbie with brunette hair I mean things like that it just for some reason it was you know I, I get it but it was just always blonde hair blue eyes so yep. I made sure that some of the different toys in the baby dolls represented more than just that and I think that that's super important too you have to show those things as well to your kids so that they can see it. Because if they only see the same thing over and over and over and over again, of course, when they get out into the world, they're going to be like, what, what is that? Why is that like that? Why is this like that? So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I think it's been, um, you know, it's been really eye opening now that Emily is getting a little bit older, and I can kind of see things how she sees them. Mm -hmm. And it really is true that kids, I mean, as as she's getting older, she's noticing differences in people. I mean, she, she is, I'm not oblivious to that, but watching her go pick out a baby doll at the store or go pick out a toy, kids don't see those things, you know, they really don't. So when she picks out the baby doll that doesn't look like her, I mean, I kind of just really do a happy dance. And I just, when we get that baby home, we play with it and we talk about, you know, her pretty brown hair or just whatever the case may be. I mean, yeah, it's, that has been eye-opening as a mom because I don't know that I really ever thought about some of those things truly even buying gifts for other people's children you know I probably would have picked the doll that looked like them because why wouldn't you and it's just different now yeah it's so different and and that's why I try to find certain books that have empowerment or show that no matter what you're different than everyone else. And that's okay. Whatever your difference is, you have freckles, who cares? You, you know, you have to wear glasses, who cares? I want to talk about your girls uh, for just a little bit. Uh, You said that Emily is almost three. And then how old's the youngest? I know you said you were on maternity leave um, just last year. I don't even know what year it is anymore. I know we're 2021, but I'm like, what is it? 2020? Is it 2019? I'm so confused. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and let's talk about what day it is because I don't know that either. And I I will say (laughs) that, uh, right. Well, then there's that. Um, I, yeah. So one of my favorite things to do at work really is like, okay, what month is it? Because you don't know anymore. So for a while we had fun with like blending months, you know, like, well, it's April A or whatever. I mean, it's, so I love that. But, but fun. <laughs> so yeah, so Emily um is our oldest. Ava, Ava was born um in the middle of January in 2020. So I I don't really consider myself having a pandemic baby because I went back to work right after the pandemic started, but um for a little while it was just this little bubble that we were in for sure. So my girls are almost exactly 25 months apart and it just really sounded like a good idea when 
when it was happening and then it did happen and I'm just not so sure anymore, but I think I'm pretty stuck. So <laughs> they're here. <laughs> We're doing it. So I have a four and a two year old. So I totally understand what's going on in your yes. household. The age difference is the same. Yes. Yep. So the thing for me, and it's been said in, in numerous podcast episodes, but I was considered advanced maternal age for my girls, <laughs> which is why one of the reasons why we did decide to have them so close in age, but I was also very intrigued. So my sister and I, she's five years older than me. So I didn't really know what it was like to have a sibling super close. And it is different. Like we ended up becoming closer later in life. So then I found myself hearing all these different uh, things about they're going to be best friends. It's going to be so fantastic with your girls that, that, that age gap is perfect. And then I started freaking myself out because there were times when, and there still are, when they are like not into each other. And I'm like, wait a minute, they're supposed to be best friends. What is happening? And when I get advice, like it's going to go up and down, just just wait. And, and that was the other thing too, is I knew like, there's no guarantee that they are going to be best friends for the rest of their life. But it was important in my eyes that they have one another, that they have a sibling and they're there no matter what, because especially when, when Brian and I are gone, I just, for me, the comfort was that they have each other. (laughs) Hopefully they like each other. Right. I know. So um, Emily is, I mean, she is just like me. She is all girl. She loves pink. She loves bows. She, I mean, she is, she is me. And then I remember having this moment when I was pregnant with Ava that it hit me that they might not be similar, that Ava might not be like Emily. And I just was like, wait, Emily is just like me. How am I going to parent a child who is not like me? So I kind of had this like, whoa moment. Um, But I mean, I agree with you. It's having them so close in age, you probably experience the same thing. You know, Emily had just turned two and was still depending on her parents. And so having a newborn during that phase uh, with Emily has been really interesting. But then at the same time, you know, I, I do watch them and they do play together and Ava loves her sister. And I'm not so naive that I know that, you know, they're going to argue when they get older and they're going to fight. And that's just normal. My brother and I are about four years apart and I can remember growing up. I mean, we fought like crazy. I mean, it was physical. I pretty sure I broke a remote one time, like, but our parents would make us like hug and make up after we would fight. And it was the worst thing ever, but we're so close. Like we really are such a great team together. And, um, and so to your point of they'll at least have each other, you know, Ryan and I are older parents and we 
said when we started dating, when we were getting married, that if we are able to have children, we, we want to, and we would like to have more than one because we want them to have each other because we are older parents, which means the chances that poor Emily is really going to have to drive me to doctor's appointments or something. I mean, that's there. So at least maybe they could share some of those responsibilities for sure, but they've got each other. And, and I think it's so sweet. What would you say Oh, this is a loaded question and we don't have a lot of time left, (laughs) but I was going to (laughs) say, what do you think the most challenging thing has been? And again, that can go into so many different things. So I'll use an example for you, uh, for me, like one of my biggest struggles, and this is just, again, I could tell you 50 more, but the individuals who are in my life who have older kids and they're like, you know, it just goes by so fast. You need to cherish every single moment. And I agree, but there are some times where I just can't. And then I start to beat myself up. Like you're going to miss this Jill. Remember what everybody says, you're going to miss this. So you need to be in the moment and you need to not get angry or you need to not lose your cool. And so then I feel like that takes me out of the moment even more. And that's been my biggest struggle and continues to be. And I don't necessarily know. I haven't had that moment where someone said something or I read something that has made me just kind of stop thinking all those things. I think especially because um, having babies, having children a little bit older, Um, I think that's why some of those things are just at just the top of mind all the time. You know, they say we're going to miss this. And I think that we hear that and we know that there's truth there in some capacity. I mean, I don't think I'm going to miss changing diapers, but I could be wrong. Um, And I'm like, how? Right. And I think that like, like we understand where they're coming from. So we're going, okay, maybe they're right. Maybe I really need to cherish this. So, I mean, I, I do think that that's a struggle. I struggle with not being present because I feel like I am on all the time, whether it's, um, you know, checking social media or doing something for the business or doing something with a coworker or trying to check in with a girlfriend, um, much less trying to have a conversation with my husband, but right. all of those things, because, you know, the kids go to, go to daycare during the day. So we're not together all the time. So I feel like I have to be present with my children all the time. Right. And that is a struggle that I have. Um, so even things like, uh, doing laundry instead of playing with them. I mean, it's, it's wrong. And I know that like my thought process is just not right, but it's really hard sometimes. And so I feel like when I'm home, I have to dedicate, you know, devote my like time and attention to them. And then after they go to bed, then is when I can clean the kitchen or do laundry or something like that. And so one of the struggles for me has really just been giving myself permission to, do other things that I need to do either for myself, for my household, for my own sanity. And maybe that means I do miss something, or maybe that means that I didn't give that extra attention that I feel like I should have. But I think that has been a struggle for sure. I would say that that is definitely a close second for me because 
the other yeah. thing is we, it, it's based on your personality too. Like I'm the same way as far as I have to have things in order for my brain to work properly. So there are probably, I would say eight out of 10 times if things are not put away or some of those household chores are not done, I will not be a good person. Like I will not be happy or my mind will just keep going like, oh my gosh, that needs to be done. That needs to be done. So the other two times that I am able to just be like, screw it, I'll get to it later. I try to cherish those, but I've learned through a therapist and just some self-help reading that it's okay if we have to put the dishes away in order to take the time to play the Barbies and enjoy it. Because I'd rather enjoy being in that moment playing Barbies than playing Barbies and then knowing that the dishes still need to be done and the, it, it doesn't work. So I do have to find that balance too of when can I say I'll play Barbies for five minutes and just let the dishes be. So I get exactly what you mean. Like you have a house to to take care of too. It's not... I mean, I don't want roaches and bugs and stuff all in the right. house. Right. I, there's no time for that. There is not time to call anyone to come and take care of that. No. No. <laughs> no. And, and I also know people who, if there's dishes for days, like my husband, um, it doesn't bother him. Like it just, that doesn't, he can be fine with that. And that's just not me. Right. Yeah. It's just, I call myself a recovering type A uh, mm-hmm. because I used to be in my former life, you know, I was on it. Everything had its place. Everything was put away. Everything was clean. I was raised with the house is clean and things are put away and everything is tidy. And that is not my current state of affairs. And it really bothers me. I'm trying to learn to find those moments of like, it's okay. Um, but it's hard and it, that has just been hard for me. And so I'm trying to do a little bit more of that balance of like, no, uh, mommy's going to go to the grocery store today by myself because how yep. wonderful is that? Oh my I know. goodness. Um, so right. Like who knew? <laughs> yeah. Last weekend, Ryan was like, Hey, let's just all go to the grocery store together. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go tomorrow morning. No. Yeah, and he's like, "No, we're we're out. Let's just go. I can help you. It'll be faster. It's going to be great." And I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't want to." He's like, "Yeah, no, no we're out. We're going to go." I'm like, "Yeah, no, I don't want to." And then I did what I always do, which is just like totally shut down and drive to the grocery store. And then I was angry the whole time. And as we were putting groceries in the back of the car, he was like, see, look how fast that was. And now you don't have to go tomorrow. And I had to get one last dig in. So I looked at him and I was like, I don't think sometimes you recognize that some of the things that I want to do is because I just need some alone time. And he's like, no, I 100% know that that's why you wanted to go to the store tomorrow. But I also know that tomorrow we're busy and I don't want to have to listen to you like hustling around and being like so stressed out. So we did the store today, whatever. (sighs) We need to go to, is there a a recovery group that we can go to together for that? Because the for the OCD type A. Yes, let's start it. I don't think we should run it. Um no, but I, I think that we could I, I think that we I think that we could start the group. I think that there are other people out there like us. 
We are asking anyone who wants to run this group, we will join it. So please let us yes. know. Hello at jilldevine.com. Yes. Amen. We've got your first two signups right here. Right here. All it's, it's, yeah. And quickly, I'll tell you when you were talking about the grocery store thing, uh, similar situation happened not too long ago. Um, I guess Brian wasn't working. And so in the morning it was, he was there to help me. Um, and it was a day that one of her, Charlie's babysitter came over and I swear it took longer for Lou and I to get out the door than it did on a day when it was just me and the girls. And I said that to the babysitter, I was like, I mean, sometimes I think that it's harder to get everything done when Brian's home in the morning because the girls just want to play and everybody takes their time and I'm done venting and bitching. And she just started laughing. I'm like, <laughs> I have my routine down. We know exactly what needs to be done when da, 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 da. <laughs> they're just trying to help us. <laughs> you know, they are. And I am so like, we're, we're lucky, right? Like our husbands are involved. Like yes. I, sometimes I don't know that I would get out the door on time if it weren't for Ryan. Right. Um, but you know, I have such control issues. He's like, I'll, I'll get Ava dressed this morning. I'm like, no. okay, but so I need her to wear this outfit. And um, so those aren't the right socks and you need to do this and you need to do this. And so by the time I do all that, I probably really just should have done it. Um, but you know, we are the same. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> we are the same person. Uh, uh, Casey, I am so, so happy you started following me on Instagram because look at what has happened. This is fantastic. Yeah, right. This is so great. And I mean, truth, when I said day is made, day was so made. Um, you know, you run the risk when you do things like that of being like, okay, Jill now thinks I'm crazy and I'm probably going to get blocked. And this could be really bad for me because I'm normal. But as soon as I say I'm normal, that means I'm not normal. So now I'm just in this spiral, but, um, yeah, I just, <laughs> this has just been so fun. I, it just, you know, sometimes you feel like you really might connect with someone and this has just been so great. And this has been the community that I've experienced and I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed my time with you and being able to do some of the things like we did, um, around Thanksgiving for just supporting small businesses. And it just was so awesome. Absolutely. And I will say that Casey and Ryan are so generous. They did some wonderful things for my church and please go and support them. Uh, Brick Creative, they are amazing. All of their information is going to be on the show notes at jilldevine.com. And Casey, I cannot wait till we get our hands on one another and give each other a big, huge hug. I know. I can't wait for it. We are going to just, we are going to hug for five minutes and then we're going to have some coffee and then we might do the, do, do the hugging again. I don't know. We'll just have to see. Um, and then we're probably going to have to move to wine and I mean, we're just going to probably have to make a day of it. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> All while feeling guilty about being away from our kids because we're going to miss this time, right? Exactly. But we'll just keep drinking. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you agreed because I don't know if we'd be able to be best friends anymore <laughs> if you said no. Uh, before we get to the Supermom shout out, I want to remind you of something that I talked about earlier in this episode, and that is visiting my friends at Evoke Creative. Now, these gals, they know exactly what they're doing when it comes to making your dreams come true with your website and your social media presence and anything digital marketing. And I've been talking about this a lot lately. If you are wanting to create your own website or you're wanting to start your own blog or really 
anything that you've been thinking about doing, just do it. And the wonderful ladies at Evoke can help you get there. You can check out their work online right now at evokecco.com. They are the ones who did my website, jilldevine.com. So that shows you a little bit about what they can do for you. But again, learn more, evokecco.com. Now let's get to that Supermom shout out. This week's Supermom is Stacy of Olivet, and she was nominated by herself. I love it. Our very first self-nominated Supermom. So let me tell you about Stacy and the email that she sent me, hello at jilldevine.com. She says, good morning. I'm going to self-nominate because... Why not? I thought I was pretty great before I was widowed, but now I really think I'm something special. And then she has a cute little smiley face with the tongue sticking out and the one eye winking. She continues, widowed at 39 with two small boys. Aaron is 11 and a half and Jonah is eight. I was the caregiver and worked full time when Eli was battling cancer. After he passed in September of 2018, I decided I needed to make changes. I got healthier, I started spinning, and I moved to Pedal the Cause as the director of development to help fight cancer professionally as well as personally. Privately, I've become the go-to for many who have a young cancer fighter in their lives. I take pride in knowing that I can offer something positive from a horrible experience. Managing and thriving as a single parent, yet alone as the sole parent, is challenging all the time, but especially during a pandemic, now that's something. I'm proud of all I've accomplished and that my kids are doing well. We've had two dogs in the mix and we're all making it work. Thanks for the platform and the opportunity to share. Stacy. I am so glad you self-nominated. I see you and I support you. If there's a super mom that you want to shout out, all you have to do is email me, hello at jilldevine.com. Tell me her name or your name. Maybe you want to self-nominate yourself. Do it. Be like Stacy. I want to know where the super mom is from and why you're nominating that particular super mom or why you're nominating yourself. It's that easy. And I love being able to have this platform for other super moms and for other individuals that are just in need of something. I hope that each episode provides a little bit of something for someone. And I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Two Kids in a Career. I also want to ask you to subscribe and rate and even review the podcast because to be completely honest, when those things happen, then my podcast has the opportunity to get in front of others that may not know anything about two kids in a career. And like I said, I, I try every episode to give you something that you can relate to, or if it's not you, somebody you know. So I thank you in advance for all your support of two kids and a career. 